I'm Beth Ann. What's up? I'm Ayla. This is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday. It is a series Sunday. If this is your first time here, what that means is that we are talking all things one series and one series only. If you have not watched this series, turn back now or be prepared to be spoiled because we are going to get into it. Yes. And although this is a short series that we're talking about this weekend, it is a lot. And True. I have so much to say, and I know you have so much to say. And so, yeah, yeah. prepare to be spoiled. Um, go watch the show. Come back. You should watch it anyways. Maybe just rewatch it just for fun. I don't know. 100%. But this is going to be a good episode. So yeah. today on Series Sunday, we are talking about Innocent the Series. Yes, I'm super excited. So it came out this year. It was only about four episodes. It's available on Gaga Ulala, which we love. We love that accessible stuff. Uh, this is an interesting show that has a cool story to start with uh, that I'm just going to go through real quick. So it they they put it out as like a short film on YouTube and it got a lot of attention and then they wanted to create a series. So they crowdfunded, which we always joke about crowdfunding for a BL. So that's like the BL fans dream to like, also like we talk about crowdfunding for like awards. Like we yeah, just, we just want to crowdsource things, things. <laughs> all the things. And so it's funny because I really love like just watching like shorts and like those kinds of things, web series on YouTube. And so I did find this like, probably in the fall of last year. And I think that the short film came out in like early 2020. And so I had not known about the fundraising. So I like found it, watched it, was like, ooh, this is really good and just kind of went on. And then when they actually came out, were coming out with the series, I was like, oh, I remember this and I really loved it. And so now I'm really excited to make, to see what, uh, what they're going to do with it. Okay. So yeah, let's and get so, in. Um, that being yeah. said, since we're talking about the short film, the yeah, short yeah. film is also available on Gaga. Ulala. If you haven't yeah. seen it, you don't have to go like hunt it down on YouTube or something. Um, you can head over to Gaga Ulala and watch it there. Um, and so the story with how it jumped from YouTube to Gaga Ulala is um, so short film acquired by Gaga Ulala, now available on Gaga Ulala. Um, and then the series is a part of Queer Up the Volume, which is like a series of series yeah. that they that they did and will do presumably annually, um, but super cool. It was a part of that feature. So that's kind of how that jump happened and where you can get both pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, it's worth it to watch the short film and then For start sure. the series. There is a oh, little yeah. bit of overlap, but... It, but I feel like in a good way, kind of like yeah. in a continuation way. It's not yeah. so much. It's not like when you watch some other BLs that are turned into films where you realize like, oh, I'm just watching this, but in film form. It's not yeah. like that. Like there's yeah. so there there is enough extra and different and change that like it it's worth it to have the whole experience, I think. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into the cast and the synopsis. So Wu Zhang is played by Blake and Yushi slash Noah is played by Asen. And the synopsis, 
because of an accident when he was five years old, Yushi developed a second personality named Noah. Noah is a quiet and emotionless persona. For years, Noah has protected Yushi as he grew up, but in but that was until he met Wu Zhang. Yushi wanted to be with Wu Zhang, but Noah didn't trust Wu Zhang. Although Wu Zhang likes Yushi as well, his relationship with Xiaoji, the woman he's been set up with, continues to disur- disturb Yushi. Oh my gosh, saying these people's names so many times. <laughs> We're going to get roasted. Are you ready? Despite having a tragic childhood, Wu Zhang restores Yushi's faith in, his, in this turbulent world. Now the question is, can Wu Zhang, a straight man, break through the constraints of the world and face his feelings for Wu Yushi's bravely? I love you, not because of who you are, but because of who I can be in front of you. That was like their little tagline. Right. Motto, if you will. So, yeah, let's get into so, it. Noble personality uh, situation. So, it's a DID story, dissociative identity disorder story, which I am always a little bit um, – like apprehensive about, I will say, which is why it took me so long to watch this. Like you were Mm. super into innocent and you were like, it's good. You'll like it. You should watch it. But I was, "Mm," because I think that there is like traditionally the storytelling around DID is like, I don't want to say backwards, but it's not accurate. Right. Mm. And so like, as somebody who I just like for fun, read articles about things like DID. I'm like, wait, but this isn't like scientifically right, which this does have that because like it's not a science textbook, but I think it does it pretty well. Um, Aside from the fact, so if you're like me and you kind of have like read articles about this and have heard other people talk about this, um, typically with DID, the alters don't know about each other. Mm. Um, And so... In this case, the alters do know about each other. Right. And purposely protect each other. Um, So there is that. It it might irk you if you're into the like super scientific telling of things. But I really don't think it's that distracting. Uh, And quite frankly, I think this show is awesome. There's not enough of it. I truly, truly hope there will be a season two because I'm dying for this wedding. Please God, sweet baby Jesus, give me a wedding. This is like a we best love situation where it's like there has been a proposal and I know that there should be a wedding. And so give me the wedding. I want the wedding. Give me the wedding. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think it's interesting because my focus would be more on how Wu Zhang interacts with the person with the the DID. Yeah. So... Because I would I would think that in a lot of shows that have this type of situation, it's not handled in a way that's, like, respectful. And I thought that they really had Wu Zhang talk to and communicate and just, like, interact with Noah in an incredibly respectful way. Like, he... he wasn't technically in a relationship with Noah and he acknowledges that, but he respects the role that Noah has in Yushi's life. And so I thought well, and he kind of is in a relationship with Noah because one of actually one of my favorite parts of this show that I think like I might've enjoyed the most mm-hmm. is 
watching Wuzang, again, we're going to get like roasted for this pronunciation. I swear to you, we try our best. Like we look it up. We do all this stuff. I promise you we're trying. Please don't roast me. But one of my favorite parts of the show is watching Wuzang like trying to figure out how to win over Noah. And if you yep. look at it and if, if you think about the show, the way that they tell the story is that so like Yushi is five years old because yeah. Yushi stuck at the point in development where his like trauma happened right and Noah is the adult and so actually and you get this at the end too when during the in the last episode so in episode four when um they have they're like sitting on the couch and the birthday candle is burning. And this is after the doctor, this is after Sean has like explained yeah, yeah. to Wu Zhang, like what he learned in the doctor's appointment. Right. And so then it like, it flashes back over to them sitting on the couch and discussing it. And Noah says like, I give you she to you because that has been like yeah. the whole, because Noah's role is to like protect you. She, right. Mm -hmm. And so basically what he's saying is that like, I give you the other part of me, but yeah. he doesn't switch. So he, he doesn't switch personalities when they, when the spicy scene happens. Right. I noticed that I will say mm -hmm. I did notice that. So but, like, but Wu Zhang takes off Noah's glasses Right, but it's still Noah. Like, Noah mm -hmm. doesn't shift. Interesting. Also, because at that point, they kind of have to do that because they've explained that Yushi is five years old, and that would be weird. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, so he he is in a relationship with Noah, and they kind of, I feel like they handle that well, that, like, all of the adult things are kept with the adult altar. Yeah, with yeah. the adult altar. That's yeah. hard to say. Say that five times fast. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah. There's that. I think I, but I really love watching Wuzang try to win over Noah. Yeah. Because Noah, like, especially in the beginning, is like, Yushi's the one that likes you. Like, I do not like you. You yeah. annoy me. <laughs> I don't trust you. You are sus. Yeah, like, yeah. he is not about Wuzang. And the way that Wuzang, like, handles it is super funny. And I think that's what I like the most about this show is that, like, it's kind of heavy material yeah. if you think about it, which is why, to, like, I don't really watch the, like, heavier BLs just because that's, not, like, not my chosen genre. Yeah. Um, so I kind of avoided this for that reason in the beginning. But, it, like, it's kind of heavier material. Um, and they do deal with like familial stuff, like stuff with the family, with Wu, specifically Wu Zhang's family, which we will talk about because it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but Wu Zhang trying to win over Noah makes it light and makes it funny. And there's so yeah. many just like good, funny moments in this, like really, truly funny. Yeah. And it is just such a perfect blend of everything that you could want from a BL like sure. it's heavy it's got the drama it's got the like it's got the drama it's got the trauma it's got the like really good storytelling you understand like where their relationship is coming from why it's a thing what the there's like a conflict right uh, they even do the girl pretty well in that like she's not like she's a conflict but she's not the bad the bad guy yeah and 
it's, but it's also funny and it's light and it has, and you get to like explore this other culture and there's just like, yeah, yeah. So everything you can want from a BL is in this show and it's only four episodes and they're like short episodes, which just like kill, kills me. I need so so much more. It's funny because when, because I like rewatched it really quickly before we started doing this and I was like, it's a quick watch, but it's, it's not a quick watch. Like you get so much in such a short amount of time that like, this is the type of show that like, I will rewatch on a regular basis because well, you really get immersed so in the nice. world. Yeah. So like if, if I'm comparing it to a show that's like of comparable length, which like I would pick color rush. Mm. I actually, I like color rush, whatever, but like yeah. c- comparably, I think it's somewhat similar. Totally. I feel like I didn't get as immersed in the world Mm. of color rush as i did with innocent like innocent you really get sucked in and yeah you it doesn't feel like you're watching a 20 minute episode it feels like you're watching an hour-long episode here's what i think that is i think blake and asen because they were besties before this i really think that like their chemistry and previous like familiar relationship like really lends itself to this because they're not figuring out like their characters or their chemistry. Like they, I like, that's the thing when you watch this is like you, you fully feel just like how natural this is, which is, which is cool. Like the way that they told this story too, they, they do a little bit of like back and forth and like jumping around, but it, it never is, you never get lost in it. And it's never like confusing. It's like they pick up and drop off certain parts of the story. And it's just such a unique story. And y'all know we love a good art film. So like just visually. I was going to say this is a perfect example of like two kinds of people and how this this show is so good for anybody is like we have talked about before that like I'm not like a super big like couple shipper like that's not my like interest in it like my interest in it isn't like the chemistry and the couple ship it right like that's not like my jam but it's totally yours and it's totally something else and that's okay yeah right and no and that's totally okay and like for some boys I fully right but like in general I am like what draws me in for the show is actually not the couple. It's the storytelling and the visuals, right? Like, and this show, Innocent, is beautiful. Like, honestly, the only other thing that I could compare it to is Game Boy's The Movie Mm. in terms of, like, the artfulness of the way that it's shot. I just visually loved watching this. Like, I think that it is shot so beautifully. Like, there are some key scenes. So, like... In the short film part, like, there's a scene that shot directly through the, like, the entryway Mm -hmm. where you're watching them sit on the couch and there are beads hanging, right? Like, in the entryway, in the hallway. And so you see the top of the beads. And, like, it's visually really interesting to watch. And apparently there's meaning behind it, which we actually learned. And if you watch our interview with the whole cast, which is coming out on Wednesday, only a few for few short days and um the writer who's also the director um maxine she explains that there's actually more meaning behind that which like blew my mind i'm like such a nerd that i was like so into that 
But it's not just that. Like, there's a scene where in the beginning, and like I think it's the first episode, um, where they have sort of their first like, like intimate kind of like situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shot through the shower window. Yeah. Which is so cool. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am just such a dork for the way that this is shot that, like, for me, that, like, the most impressive to me is the way that it's shot and how visually appealing it is. Yeah. And we talk a lot about how we really love the cultural aspect of watching all of these shows. And so, any show that takes you out of just like a set or, you know, a room, a university, or a university, the, I when I was watching it again, w- them just walking through the streets was so interesting and so cool. And you just get these like very rich sets that you don't typically get in BLs. Yeah. I feel like in general, like even like a, a show like that we love Trapped, if you think about it, like the backdrop is very plain. Like it's an office. They're always in something. Like in yeah. A house like, or in, they're in a house. A they're car. in the police station. They're in. Yeah. yeah. This is like almost like a love letter to Taiwan. In it's many regards. Oh my it's, God. It's truly like you, um, you immerse yourself in this culture and this whole thing like you even when they're in that apartment like that apartment is so it's 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 a different slice of what we would normally see so normally when you are watching a bl and and okay don't get me wrong this happens in western media all the time like my favorite example of this is the friends apartment nobody in new york city lives in a friends apartment literally nobody like i know Nobody. I lived in New York City for three years. I did not see. I mean, y'all. Okay, three B. Three B was pretty good, but no. But like, I worked for some wealthy people, and I still didn't see that situation. Yeah. So and like, yeah, Rachel doesn't have a job, and they live in this apartment, and like Monica's like a interning chef no she's no there's only two roommates in that whole apartment i call bs not a chance anyways so this also happens to us in bls is like particularly if we watch things like trapped and tie bls the only other sort of bl that kind of like shows you another slice the other piece the other side is history three make our days count Mm. um and so this apartment is just so different from anything you've ever seen in any other show and it's just more it's more real yeah and it's so nice but if we're talking about other just like shooting locations that that are amazing when Wu Zhang brings Yushi yeah. slash Noah home to his grandpa's house to his like the grandfather solid solid the grandfather character. is amazing and also his house is awesome with the shrine and you literally meet this man um giving an exorcism to a dog which is like a big mood and <laughs> I am here for it on. yes it's a mood and I'm here for it I love it so much yeah that whole that whole scene was interesting because you know when you meet family members in these shows you like kind of hold your breath a little because you're like what's this person gonna be like especially like an older generation uh in these cultures tend to be more like 
hit or miss in any and culture in my culture totally. you'll try talking to my grandpa about this like come <laughs> on so yeah the grandpa was just like a saw like it it was beautifully done because you also get more of the storyline behind both people but more so well, like, I guess Luzang, Luzang. Yeah. like you you uh, you understand who he is because a lot of it is focused on Noah and Yushi and so that's more of what we get like meat in depth to so it's nice to have this moment where he's like you see his like sweet relationship with his grandfather and you learn like his background and his story of like why he is the way that he is because like woozing as a man is like pretty amazing because he is labeled a straight man but like he so naturally develops these feelings for this guy and then just like kind of leans into them he's so confident in who he is as a person he's super confident just in himself and you see that in the way that his grandfather raised him and you you get to hear his grandfather says like i raised him to be happy i raised him to like live a good life i didn't care about success i just want you to be happy yeah and so speaking to this whole like conundrum of in BL's talking to the parents and older generation about like your non-heterosexuality, um, it it is scary. And I think that this was a very interesting portrayal of that because his grandfather wasn't immediately okay with it. Yeah. Right. His grandfather wasn't immediately on board. Right. Like how but, sometimes you'll watch a BL and like it shocks you in so much as like the mom yeah. or the dad is like, yes. Right. You've got like you've got like a Leo's mom and don't say yeah. no. Who's yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is my son or who's like telling Leon, like, go get that boy. I want him in my family. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've either got that or you've got the parent that's like totally opposed. The grandfather was interesting because this whole time he's like kind of protesting in the beginning not really protesting but you can tell he's like he's like not quite on board with it he's like you used just want to be different (laughs) yeah he's like ah youngins the youths right the youths youths um and then he has this conversation with wuzang where you find out that he's like not actually upset about the fact that he is dating a boy. He's upset yeah. about the fact that he's casually dating. Yeah. He's like, you need to stop casually dating people. Like, blah, 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 blah. And Wu Zang is like, well, at least I'm not going to knock someone up. Like, they yeah, literally yeah, yeah. have this conversation. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care about that. You need to stop like casually dating people. He gets like super mad about it. Like, right. and you find out that that's the thing he's annoyed about that really like, it's not that it's a boy. It's that he thinks he's not going to actually settle down with him. And yeah. so when Wu Zhang explains that, like, no, it's my intention to, like, I love him. But, Mom, I love him, right? Like, yeah. one of those situations. Yeah. The grand, they, like, they're, they end up eating dinner together, which is very cute. Cooking plays a really, like, cute role, sweet role in this yeah. show. Um, where Wu Zhang says that, like, the only two people he's ever cooked for, his grandfather and Yushi and Noah, is, like, so cute. But so they're all having a meal together, and you get this, like, awkward conversation that very much harkens back to, like, the family dinner in Lovely Rider, where there's, like, (laughs) like, like a faux pas in speech, but it's handled so well that it's, like, 
clearly there was no like ill intent that like this is just how you help people learn yeah and so the grandfather says like oh so are we gonna have to pay his dowry he's like do we need do we need to announce yeah do we need to like announce to his family your intentions (laughs) yeah and he and then he's like are we gonna have to pay the dowry which is like essentially labeling him as to be like the traditional female role in the relationship right and and Wu Zhang, to his credit is like kind of joking but he's like yeah we pay whatever he wants (laughs) like he's like yeah like let's do it and so it's just like it's handled really well and the only other like bl that i can think that handled that that kind of conversation really well was in lovely rider when gene's brother played by poppy (laughs) who i love Oh, my day drinking uh, soulmate. Uh, bit, but Poppy says like, oh, so who's the woman in your story? Who's the wife in your story? Yeah, right. And Jean is like, well, there isn't a wife. They're called a top and bottom. And he's like, oh, and then they move on. Right. And so like yeah. this is very similar to that. So if you enjoyed that scene, like I've clearly did because I can quote it back to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, yeah, I really like. I really like the way this was handled because it wasn't that typical, like one extreme or the other. It wasn't the, I accept you and you're perfect and I love you. And how dare you think I wouldn't, but it also wasn't the like, get out of my house. Like it was somewhere in the middle, which is for some people closer to what really happens. Yeah. 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 That whole scene, the just the whole, cause then you like in the night, with them spending the night with at the grandparents' house, like, and uh, Wu Zhang is trying to get some like loving from uh, his boyfriend, and you see this like back and forth too with like Noah and Yushi, and just like I think in that moment is when you realize like he's really won over Noah. Because leading up to that, like when they first, when he first is like, oh, I told my grandpa that I'm seeing someone and I want to take you home with me. Like, will you go home with me? And that's when you start to see like the development of like Noah is finally warming up to him because he's like, okay, buy the tickets. And they like go. And so then when they have like that sweet little, (laughs) sweet little intimate moment, uh, at, you know, cause grandpa's playing, uh, Mahjong right yeah 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 <laughs> and he, I just like I love I just I yeah honestly it's so funny so he says yeah I mean Wu Zhang's trying to like get some yeah and and like literally he's like grandpa's in the other room like come on which like the eternal struggle of literally anybody that's ever like been in a relationship and then like gone home for the holidays or like you still live at home like the eternal struggle but like yeah he's like grandpa's at home grandpa's in the other room and woozy is like so you're saying if grandpa wasn't in the other room and and it's just it's so funny that's funny so then after that scene is when we we start to learn more about yushi's background and what he went through and we get these sweet moments between wuzang and yushi we get the development of a little side character which this these side the side couple is so funny because like i love 
I love side couples every once in a while, but sometimes they spend too much time on them. Sometimes Honestly, they make I was no waiting sense. for this. To, I was waiting for this uh, yeah. side character or these this side couple because yeah. they're in all of the stills. They're in right. the intro. So I'm like sitting here dying being like, when am I going to get this side couple? Because I love and you, the side couple. Also, get, these boys are so cute. Yeah, you get half of them in the first episode because he is Wu Zhang's yes. pool business partner, yes. which is so cool. <laughs> love that. Uh, and so, yeah, they introduce they introduce them separately the and then yeah. you they you don't get them as a side couple until uh, officially until episode four but yeah. yeah so you meet you meet one half of them is the like pool hall partner and then the yeah. other half is the doctor sean yeah. dr sean uh-huh. um and i i i need a spinoff so that they can have their own show because i actually really like their couple and i really want to know more in episode four when they finally like meet up because right so like in episode three Wu Zhang is talking to sean and he's because he has because he's taken yushi to go have like appointments with sean so that he can like figure out what's happening because like yushi has had like a meltdown it's been like a whole thing yeah and um, so he's taken him to his friend who had studied abroad, who's a doctor. Yeah. And he is like talking to him and he like casually drops. He's like, hey, Dude, um, I, I started a pool hall business with like our friend from school. You should drop by. Yeah. And like you see and as a viewer, right, like you've seen these boys in the intro. So, you know, you know, yeah. but you see on his face like this. I mean, Sean, my dude, does such a good job that, like, you can see, like, immediately I know. I know there's a story, and I can probably guess the story, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I mean, it's genius. It's genius the way this couple is established in, like, not even a full episode length. No, yeah, totally. I also love that moment when you you learn that there's a thing because – Wu Zhang is totally clueless. clueless. He's like, you know, got so much going on in his own life that he like is like, hey, this this boy that we went to high school with, I started a pool business with. Like, you should you should come by our pool business. Like, clearly, he has no clue that like there's a history there. And if you look at Sean, like, literally, his face tells a story, so and good. Wu Zhang just like. Right over his head, like, does not. And this is where I believe he's a straight boy, right? Like, you know, in the synopsis when it's like, can this straight man break through the confines? Like, it is in this moment that I'm like, yeah, Yeah. okay, I see it now. So, yeah, the this side couple, like, if we get a season two, I would love to see more of them and more of just their backstory i want to know about that backstory because in episode yes because in episode four he like oh my god they like unite on the street okay true bl fashion they unite on the street and he's like i've been calling you i thought you went to study abroad why would you not answer my calls and sean is like you know why it's like Oh my god, it's, it's so amazing. Good. I'm like tweaking because it's so good. He's like, you yeah. know why? And he's like, it was a misunderstanding, and like pulls him in for a hug. And Sean is like, no. Oh my god, it like it's I'm dying. So good. Uh shout out to Maxine for just like this impeccable writing. Like the 
I mean, like she nailed it with anything. And if you, you'll watch the interview and you'll find out why, because it is true masterful storytelling. Cause by the end of episode four, you see that they've like reconciled and they're like, you know, their whole story in like, I swear if you went through and, and timed this side couple, I think their total screen time is maybe five minutes, Yeah, but I understand their story. And clearly I'm emotionally invested enough to be this high key about it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's It's masterful. It's genius. This show is just so, so good. And so last episode we get it. And y'all know we love a time jump. Oh. You get a you get a three year time jump, three whole years. Uh, what what is your like ideal time jump? I Do think it depends like, on the show. It depends on the show. I don't like the year later's. I'm like I I need like especially because a lot of these characters are in like school. So I'm like, can we just like finish school? Like I don't. I, I think don't I only later. care. I think I only care about the length. When they don't tell me. So, like, don't pull a love mechanics on me and, like, oh my just God. not tell me it's been what six months. Like, just don't explain to me what's happened and, like, why is yeah. Yin sitting there crying? And, like, <laughs> apparently he's been crying for six months straight. Like, yeah. and I don't know about it. Like, as long as you explain it to me, I'm cool yeah. with any kind of time jump. Just, like, tell me what it is and why. I like a three to five years. Like, that's that's ideal. Like, I like a good chunk of time. You know where I feel like the short time jump works is, like, SOTUS. Because mm. it makes – the way that they jump, which is basically just, like, a – it's, like, a summer. Uh so it's almost a full year. And like it, it's done purposely from SOTUS to SOTUS S, I mean. Yeah. And it, and it's done purposely. It makes sense because now – and I, I think that's a good example of like a good short one because it, you have to see Kong, Kong Pav like handle himself by himself at university. Yeah. It moves Anyways, someone out of school. Show. Like that's yeah, what I was I, saying. Like I feel graduate like as long, somebody. As long as the time jump is explained yeah. and there's like – purpose and reason behind it then I like I don't actually care totally yeah I I love this time jump because of course it like starts with like Wu Zhang and Yushi holding hands walking down the street like living there okay speaking of one thing one thing that I think is amazing is that um the in episode four Sean is explaining to Wu Zhang like what's going on with Yushi and Noah. And he says to him, he says, I, or he says, Noah told him that Wu Zhang was the first time they saw someone in color. Yeah. Which is like really cool and interesting that like all of his memories were in black and white. And you have seen this throughout the show, right? So it's like been established. Yeah. And so you've seen this throughout the show and then you're like, oh, I get it now. Um, But so what's interesting about it is that Wu Zhang wears a lot of color throughout the whole show. Okay, hear me out. Yeah. Yeah. Yushi slash Noah are always either black or white. Yushi is always in white and Noah is always in black. They're always black and white Mm -hmm. together. And Wu Zhang is always wearing like colorful like Hawaiian shirts. Like I'm here for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so 
off his. Yeah, I think it's like amazing that it like it all ties together, even yeah. through the costuming. Which, like you know, I am a fool for like a good yeah, yeah, costuming. Yeah. Like, oh right, because in, in that last scene, there I th- I just am remembering it where they're like overlooking the water and they're both wearing these like. V- fluorescent yellow and white jackets where you're like this is aggressive but like now it makes sense like where there's like now there's color and it's like really bright it's not just like subtle color it's like yeah but I was like when I heard that I was like wait Yushi is always wearing white and Noah's always wearing black like so them together make up the black and white the monotone but then Wuzang is always in these like Hawaiian shirts which I like I'm here for I love this for him I was like hold it I'm such a dork that I was like fully, I like, yeah, full costuming nerd. So into it. But yeah. We also love a proposal scene. So like just this whole like multiple settings of a proposal scene where like first he takes him to like this heart that's been like outlined in this park. And then he takes him home where he like, there's- I can't talk about this scene. I'm so sorry. Please don't talk about it because I will have life troubles in my <laughs> life because I couldn't like I could barely watch it, dude. Like why? Oh, I'm such a prude. I am like <laughs> I know you wouldn't think so, but I truly am. This is why you got married at like 21. <laughs> I was younger than 21 for your information. Exactly. So you were <laughs> you have been not living in sin for most of your adult life. <laughs> Listen. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, no. to the point where okay, ju- this is like a fun backstory is if anybody <laughs> paid attention to our interview with Elijah and Percy from Game Boys, <laughs> there's a moment where Elijah brings up a spicy scene and it takes me a hot minute to like understand what he's talking about because again I'm such like he a doesn't prude. Explicitly he say doesn't it, explicitly yeah. say it, but once I understand by the way, Percy and Beth Ann understood what he was saying immediately. And if you yeah. watch it, you can tell. And then you have me sitting there like what is he? I look like about? an idiot. Yeah, okay. Great. But then when I figure out what he's talking about, y'all, I turn beet red. Like you can <laughs> you literally watch the color like flush into my face like I was having such a hard time and so I like to my personal friend I like posted it I was like isn't haha look how funny like ha and one of my best friends who's like I have known forever like maid of honor in my wedding I have known her since high school literally replied because and it reminded me that the joke among my group of friends is anytime somebody says something inappropriate everyone before they says it before they say it says earmuffs Ayla and like (laughs) so yeah I had a little bit of trouble with this scene oh that's so funny because like nothing really happens uh right but uh, like nothing happens but my favorite thing is like this whole series is sponsored by Lubin sex toys so like I I I appreciate that um no the part that I was going to bring up in the ending scene where he has like the marry me on the wall is that he pulls out the jar of rocks. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's where he's been keeping the ring. And Yushi says, I can't believe you still have this jar. And so it's like a sweet moment of like, he has truly like grown and developed and like gotten, gotten 
past a little bit or like dealt with his trauma in a very healthy way that like he can be fully present with Wu Zhang and he can really like fully invest in like this relationship. And so it's just like a sweet moment. I was not talking about like the the sex toy that he pulls out there. Like it was horrifying to me. I was like, I, like I, I love this, this. BL trope. I love this BL trope that has like like seem to develop to be recently. Fair, it would be on brand for you to bring that up so like let's not pretend like right right, right. <laughs> no but i love this beal trip that's happened recently where it's like friends give friends sex toys oh <laughs> yeah so don't say, say no. no clearly was also a little bit difficult for me to get through in a couple episodes so um, anyways so i like that moment where he like pulls out the jar and he's like yeah there's this sweet moment of like you realize like oh yeah like he they are now in this like really cool partnership that like you want to see more seasons of. I want to see I want to see more seasons. Yes, give me like eighty-five year old Wu Zhang and Yushi. Like I, I just want to hear more from Blake and Asen because I adore Blake. And <laughs> I'm obsessed with Blake, dude. I am fully like <laughs> I. We're fangirling like you've never fangirl before. Blake Chang appreciation, 100 OP. Yeah. And, and honestly, Asen too. Seriously, we again tune in in a few days to watch our interview oh. with Blake and Asen and Maxine, who wrote they, and directed the show. Yeah, they kill these it. These two, like, they, I cannot explain to you. I understand the assignment. I understand the assignment. That's all you and can also, say. Like I will say it made me like, I don't know. We can go ahead and tease the interview. This is the end of the series Sunday, right? So we can tease yeah. the interview. Yeah. What I will tell you is that you should for sure go back. But just like before you, before you listen to the interview, go back, rewatch the show, pay a little extra attention to the like spicy slash like intimate scenes. Like anytime they're kissing, anytime they're hugging, basically anytime they like physically are touching each other. Because, like, there's a moment when Maxine says the most apropos quote. Truly, I want to get this quote, like, tattooed on my forehead. Maxine is, like, my spirit animal, and I love her, and I think that she's, she's just, like, a wonderful human. Incredible. I want to be best friends with her. She's amazing. But she said... She also understands the assignment. <laughs> she, I mean, she gets it, dude. And, like, she says, can I say the quote? It's killing me. I want to say it. Can I say it? Am I allowed? I don't know. It's a good little nugget. Like it's such a good quote, dude. You'll it's probably so you'll probably reel it anyways. I'm gonna reel it anyways. That's true. I'm gonna TikTok this anyway. This is gonna end up on TikTok anyways. So whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Especially yeah. if you've made it 40 minutes into this series Sunday, you deserve to get to hear this no, quote. We we see the stats, so we know how long people are listening. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you probably didn't get to 40 minutes into this episode. You're not a loyal listener. This is for our loyal listener. This is for anybody that made it 40 minutes in. Maxine says, so like we have mentioned in this series Sunday that Blake and Asen are actually friends. Um, Like they were friends before they were in this show together. Yeah, you should look at some YouTube videos. They have some real fun YouTube videos. And so, of course, we talk to them about this because it's very interesting bit of information. We do our research. Maxine said when we were asking about the casting and like we talk cast- about this daily and like casting two friends and truly it's all that's on my mind when I was watching the finale episode um she said in I mean truly a pearl of wisdom she said I thought if they were friends maybe they would want to kiss <laughs> so much there it's like it's like 
peak ship culture. It's, it peaked. It's, listen, this is where we are with Earth Mix. Earth Mix have been friends for seven years. So someone at GMMTV was like, Those maybe they're friends. They maybe want to kiss. <laughs> Truly, like, and they were right. It's just honestly, like, I want to get that quote tattooed on my forehead because it, like, it is peak ship culture. It is exactly what, if you have not listened to our interview with uh, Evan from We Best Love, he actually kind of talks about ship culture, like daily life ship culture in Taiwan, which is very interesting. That we don't have experience with in the West. Like, this is not something where I was like, those two boys. I mean, you get it a little, like, you get it in adulthood when, you know, like, so many times like one of my gay best friends is like I hate when I meet someone and they're like I know a gay man too we <laughs> yeah. should hook you up right. like okay this is very prominent yes in yeah. in western culture it's like non-gays right like non-queer people yeah t- towards their queer friends they're like I know someone that is also a man like you guys should. yeah yeah ridiculous especially in the south they're like I know one gay I hear let, let me introduce you to another gay <laughs> yeah it, it would be like walking up to like me walking up to Beth Ann and being like, I met a man today. <laughs> Therefore. <laughs> Although I feel like I trust you because you know exactly what I want. <laughs> Anyways, just, I love this quote because I think that it's Stop amazing it. because these two, when I tell you, understand the assignment and just like lean into it, bro. Like they are full on with the ship culture. And I appreciate that. And Again, Evan from We Best Love talks about just like the sort of day-to-day ship culture in in yeah. Taiwan among like his friends when he was in high school and university, which is very very interesting. And it so is, it just yeah. like it makes a lot of sense and it sh- like I mean it's yeah. genius. Yeah, if I was a casting director, I feel like I fully would do that too. Like Yeah, yeah I I love Blake and Asen. I think they kill it in this show. I want to see so many more things from them. Uh, Just to wrap this up, like this show, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you have watched it, rewatch it. Like it is so beautifully done. All of it is just solid storytelling, solid acting, the chemistry between the two of them it like it truly satisfies like you know we've t- we talked about this before like the two different people like it has everything that you want in it and yeah i just really love this show yeah it's it's an amazing show and you need to watch it if you haven't watched it go watch it now i don't know why you listen to the series sunday if you haven't watched it but like <laughs> sure um it's perfect you should watch it you should also fully fully follow all of these people on social media when i tell you following blake chang on social (laughs) is an experience oh yeah kahoy has some has some um competition (laughs) no one will ever top kahoy first of all first of all i feel offended this is like a personal attack against me like you saying that I didn't but, say like Blake is an experience. His social media is an experience. So I mean, yeah, so like, specifically Blake's IG is amazing and you have to follow it. And following him is an experience. Um, nobody will ever top Kahoy's TikTok, truly. No yeah. one will ever top that TikTok game. Oh, yeah. Anyways. And there, there is like a special 
a special after dark. Not so innocent. That I will I will be watching. Who knows if Ayla will be watching through like No, I mean I'm know, gonna watch it because like fingers. I I'm a stan. I stan. We stan. Yeah, yeah. Uh it comes out the 29th. So you should definitely look forward to that. Who knows what it's gonna be? It looks like some type of like cosplay dungeon who who even knows i mean there are masks involved i i love it it also like the aesthetic of it it again like the rest of the show and the short film looks like it shot really cool and beautifully yep and y'all know if anything i'm here i'm here for the art direction (laughs) anything that maxine has written or wants to direct uh I wish I could personally fund for her because honestly, Maxine is so cool and like nice and interesting and smart. And like, I don't know, maybe we're just going to start like a a Maxine fan club. Uh Yeah. Blake just got his first official fan club. He did. (laughs) Makes me very happy. You should also follow Asim, by the way, on IG. There's like a story behind his IG name, which he explains in our interview. Again, watch it coming out on Wednesday. A few more days yeah. to wait. Um, I'm going to let like him explain it to you because it's yeah, like a whole thing. It requires visual aids. It requires visual aids. That's all yeah. you need to know. Very true. Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us on this series Sunday. Please like, subscribe, turn on those notification buttons, follow us on all our socials. This is Let's Talk BL.